God's promises found in his inerrant word are built upon a sure foundation. His truth is truth, and it never changes. His words do good and create life for those who embrace them with childlike faith. His word dispels questions with answers. His word replaces problems with solutions. His word replaces fear with faith, hopelessness with hope, hatred with love, purposelessness with purpose, and sickness with health. And this is just a short list. Isaiah, the prophet of old, prophesies of Jesus Christ, the King of glory, in chapter 61, 1 through 3. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Are you ready to meet this King of glory? Would you like to join the family to whom the promises of God apply? Would you like to have all your sin and shame expunged from your record as though they never occurred? Today is the day of salvation. You can be born again just minutes from now. What are you waiting for? Has anyone made you a better offer? Do it now. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis chapter 7, And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark, for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens, the male and his female, and of beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female, of fowls also of the air by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights, and every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. And Noah did according unto all that the Lord commanded him. And Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. And Noah went in and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Of clean beasts and of beasts that are not clean and of fowls and of everything that creepeth upon the earth. There went in two and two unto Noah into the ark, the male and the female, as God had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. In the six hundredth year of Noah's life, in the second month, the seventeenth day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened. And the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. And the selfsame day entered Noah, and Shem, and Ham, and Japheth, the sons of Noah, and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons with them, into the ark. They, and every beast after his kind, and all the cattle after their kind, and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind, and every fowl after his kind, every bird of every sort. And they went in unto Noah into the ark, two and two of all flesh, wherein is the breath of life. 
And they that went in went in male and female of all flesh, as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased, and bare up the ark, and it was lift up above the earth. And the waters prevailed, and were increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark went upon the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth, and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beast, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, and every man. All in whose nostrils was the breath of life, of all that was in the dry land died. And every living substance was destroyed, which was upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle and the creeping things, and the fowl of the heaven, and they were destroyed uh, from the earth, and Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark. And the waters prevailed upward on the earth an hundred and fifty days. Man said, a thinking man must check his brain at the door if he attends a Bible-believing church. Now the record. How beautiful and glorious is the word of God. Surely a place to build a life. Faith in God's word is not blind. The demonstration of God's righteous, miraculous presence is in every breath that we breathe. Genesis 2-7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. God said, man said, stands in defense of the gospel of Jesus Christ. At the time of this writing, 464 subjects are archived in text and streaming audio, and everyone certifies the inerrancy of God's word. Every Thursday eve, God willing, the subjects grow by one. Welcome to God Said, Man Said. We're so pleased you've come. May the face of the Lord shine upon you with light and truth. The Bible is a reliable historic record of time, the miraculous in all. The six-day creation, the Garden of Eden, Tree of Life, Adam and Eve, a woman from a rib, Satan and the snake, and on and on are all reliable records, and they are confirmed to be true. You'll find numerous such subjects on this site. There are 19 subjects on God Said, Man Said that are fully dedicated features or make serious reference to the global flood in the days of Noah. We harness the disciplines of geology, archaeology, paleontology, mathematics, history, societal records, current discoveries, etc. that confirm beyond question the biblical record of Noah's Ark. Why such angst and resistance against these obvious realities? The answer is rather simple. If Noah is true, the foundation of evolution, uniformitarianism, is destroyed. The earth is just over 6,000 years old, God and his word are totally true, and the rebellious will stand before an angry God at a place known as the great white throne judgment. Those who refuse to follow Jesus Christ are cast into the lake of fire to endure eternal punishment. That's why all the angst. At the end of this feature, we will list the Noah features for your perusal. Challengers resist the idea that God actually personally intervenes in the lives of men, but be it known, he clearly does. Not only does he intervene, but real believers carry on a daily conversation with him. Spend some time on God said, man said. 
these subjects are addressed. Noah's Ark was an example of direct miraculous intervention and, yes, direct communication with the sons of men. Information concerning a global flood and a very young earth continue to knock loudly at the door, but pseudoscience refuses to open it. Many of the world's geologists are endorsing a once-shunned biblical position of catastrophism, namely the flood, a flood whose markings are found the world over. The following paragraphs are being lifted from the January 2, 2010 issue of Science News. Story 1 in the issue is titled, Mega Flood Filled Mediterranean Sea in Geological Snap. Note, the dating in this news story is based upon the assumptions of the uniformitarian paradigm, which are highly flawed. See the radiometric dating in 6,000 years series. Excerpts from the science news feature follow. A cataclysmic flood could have filled the Mediterranean Sea like a bathtub in less than two years. At the flood's peak, 5.33 million years ago, water poured from the Atlantic into the once-dry Mediterranean basin at a rate 1,000 times the flow of today's Amazon River, suggests new calculations published in the December 10th issue of Nature. In an instantaneous flash, the dry Mediterranean became a normal Mediterranean-like we see it today, says study co-author Daniel Garcia Castellanos of the Spanish National Research Council, or CSIC, in Barcelona. Garcia Castellanos and colleagues calculate that at the height of the flood, water levels rose more than 10 meters, that's 32.8 feet daily, and more than 40 centimeters, 15.75 inches of rock, eroded away each day. The model also shows that 100 million cubic meters of water flowed through the channel per second, with water gushing faster than 140 kilometers an hour. Rather than a Niagara Falls cascade from the Atlantic into the Mediterranean, the team's results point to a torrent several kilometers wide, at a fairly gradual slope, the calculations put an upper limit of two years on how long it took to fill the Mediterranean. But Garcia Castellano says it could have been as short as a few months, end of quote. The Bible period for the flood is 40 days and nights. The following information is from the October 2009 issue of Acts and Facts, written by Dr. John D. Morse. The title of the feature is a classic polystrate fossil, it reads. Years ago, National Geographic published a remarkable photograph of a, of a polystrate fossil, a fossilized tree that extended stratigraphically uh, upward through several layers of rock in Tennessee. Its roots were in a coal seam, and the overlying deposits included bedded shale and thin carbon-rich layers. An advocate of any form of uniformitarianism would believe that it took many, many years to deposit this sequence of layers, much longer than it takes for a tree to grow and eventually die and decay, yet one uh, vertical fossil extends through them all. This one fossilized tree offered a direct contradiction to the evolutionary mantra that the present is the key to the past. The tree was a mature tree yet could not have grown in the location where the surrounding shale was deposited, since trees don't live long under the sea. 
Furthermore, the time required for shaly sediments to accumulate must be added to the tree's lifespan, as must the time to deeply bury the coal precursor and create the pressure to generate enough heat to alter the peat into coal. No scenario possible today could account for this sequence of events if evolution's interpretation of Earth history is true. Creationist Ian Juby decided to try and track it down. Much to his surprise, excuse me, it was still there looking even better than ever. But there's more. The fossilized tree stood in the neighborhood of numerous other trees. It suggests a significant dynamic event that uprooted, transported, and buried many trees in an upright position. Just such an event happened at Mount St. Helens in 1980. One an interrupt, an eruption, excuse me, toppled a standing forest. The tree trunks were deposited in Spirit Lake. After a few years of waterlogging, the trunks sunk roots down in life's position, but not life's location. Today, there are tens of thousands of upright trees standing on the bottom of the lake. They are being engulfed by fine particles of volcanic ash and clay, and if the underlying organic layer of bark were heated by a future eruption, it would likely metamorphose into coal and duplicate the scenario revealed in the photo. The eruption at Mount St. Helens taught us much about the effects of dynamic processes. It provided a model for deciphering unseen past geological cataclysms and produced effects which before had puzzled us. Our understanding of possible events during the great flood of Noah's day was substantially expanded, including that rapid disp- uh, uh, deep- deposition excuse me, of sediments and burial of fossils could be expected during such a deluge. The more evidence the science uncovers, the more it supports the biblical account of Earth's history. End of quote. How about this report in October 24, 2009 issue of Science News headline, King of the Ancient Sea, paragraph. Paleontologists have unearthed the nearly complete remains of an immense ichthyosaur uh, with serrated teeth and evolutionary innovation that would have rendered the behemoth the top predator in its ecosystem, end of quote. Take a guess where they found this sea monster. It was discovered in central Nevada in the USA. How did that happen? Those who suggest the Ice Age should keep in mind that the Ice Age is a byproduct of the global flood and the days of Noah, which occurred just over 4,000 years ago. God said, Genesis chapter 7, verse 4, For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights, and every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. Man said, A thinking man must check his brain at the door if he attends a Bible-believing church. Now you have the record.